Welcome to the Fanatical Elves Show, part of the Elves Network. We are a bunch of wild and crazy Cleveland Browns fans, bringing you all the latest from Browns news. Tune in now. Good evening. This is the Fanatical Elves show. We are some wild and crazy guests here, hosts of this crazy network that we uh, do all the time. And we got all these shows. And I'm John. This is Steve Gill. And we're just happy to have you along. Thanks for watching us right now on YouTube or on the X or on Facebook. Um, How you doing tonight, Steve? Doing great. Finally got some rain today. We've got a cold front moving in. It was like 90 on Monday, and on Saturday it's going to be like 66 degrees. Uh, Our first that, venture right? into the upper 40s, uh, lower 40s, upper 30s. I like how are your my how kind, are your my kind of weather? How are your trees uh, changing colors yet? No, it's been no. too dry. Okay, we've had our changing up here a little bit up here in Columbus. But I imagine, after the, yeah, we've had a lot of rain this evening up here in Columbus and uh, enjoying the, the wet weather. And it's going to be down in the 40s um, by tomorrow evening. I'm supposed to be covering a our, our, our local team here, Leaking Heights, where I work at. They have their big rival game against Pat, uh, um, uh, I can't even know <laughs> the name of the town, but it's Watkins <laughs> Memorial High School. Patascala, I should know this. It's Patascala, which is in Licking Heights, or it's in Licking okay. County. And so Watkins is the big rival of of Lincoln Heights, Licking Heights, where I work. So I'm going to be covering the game for Northeast Ohio Sports Insiders, a great group of writers that gets um, follows high school, all the major league sports teams up in Cleveland and in Columbus. Minus the Cleveland Browns, of course, which I was supposed to be credentialed at, but I did not because oh, the let Brownies it go, John. Oh, let, let it go, it let go. it go. Okay, so uh, it's <laughs> bye 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 week, and Yay! I was going to actually I was going to play uh, the the sync song on our intro, but uh, I, I did listen to it on the way home. I, I'm I'm that kind of kind of guy, you know. I like my uh, sync pop music um, on occasion, but let's. It is bye week and. Um, you know, the, the team is resting. The team has this Sunday off, but there's still yeah, been quite a bit of things going in and I around. Hate, the- I hate it. When I looked at the schedule, I hated week five by week. Now I love it. Yes. Perfect yes. time for it. Well, yeah. Tell, tell me why. Well, this team needs to uh, sit back and take care of a few things. Um, I listened to Andrew Berry's uh, presser. I thought that uh, he gave out a lot more information than people are giving him credit for. Okay. Uh, I agree with his first five problems, turnovers, 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 turnovers. Uh, a team that True. turns the ball over this many times should be 0-4 by now. Mm-hmm. I have never heard of a team who in every game they lose the turnover ratio and in every game wins the time of possession. Mm. How is that possible? Mm-hmm. This is the weirdest uh, foot, uh, Browns football season I've ever seen. Have but, you gone back? Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, have you gone back and looked? I haven't done it this week, but just to research, you know, this whole turnover ratio thing. I know the Browns at first. Well, I know the first year in 2020 with Kevin Stefanski, that was one really highlight of the season. And I wondered if you knew, is it, have we, we haven't matched that since that season. And do you, I didn't know if you know the ex- exact stats, but I thought it was, um, it's worth, it's worth, it's worth talking about tonight because I, yeah, do think I, it has I don't, a, yeah. I don't understand all the fumbles. Uh, you know, yeah. interceptions are going to happen. Uh, I mean, I, I saw a stat that, um, um, 
quarterbacks in the league, uh, interception worthy throws and actual interceptions. And Watson mm. is down near the bottom of the list. He had mm -hmm. three interception worthy throws and only two interceptions. Okay. So, you know, but the fumbles, the fumbles. He uh, had two. Is, Watson had two in the, in the Pittsburgh game. Yeah, I know. This, this, this is troublesome. Tri the other thing is troublesome is the offensive line is not playing as well as they should. Now you could mm -hmm. say, you know, the tackles, Wills is having a rough season and Dewan Jones is a rookie, mm -hmm. but first, first play in the Baltimore game, they get 25 yards on an yeah. outside run. Yes. And who gets caught for holding? White. Was it White? I thought it was Amari. I no. thought the wide receiver got Wyatt called. Teller. It was oh. he got one later. It was Wyatt Teller. I mean, okay. Come on, guys. Right. Okay. I mean, I mean, it's been an unusual season. Week one, you had a rain cloud that only sat over the stadium. As you, I was know. there. Week two, you lose Chubb, the focus of your offense, early in the second quarter, and week three. I mean, week four your quarterback can't go right before mm -hmm. kickoff. So yeah. it's been unusual. Let me ask you about this. Uh, we'll get into the Deshaun Watson talk here in a minute, but let's focus uh, first on DTR in the press conference. And I have a different take on, you know, when I listened to Barry talking his presser and he said a lot of things that I want to hit on tonight. Um, and I, I do agree with you that, you know, I think that he, he sp spoke, um, well, and he actually acknowledged during the press conference about how he's wants to do more of a sort of state of the union, state of the Browns, uh, do that a little bit better. And he needs to improve himself in his professional career. So I thought that was a good step. I like that. I guess my, my first question to you regards to DTR, uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson in that game, mm -hmm. you know, he, they, um, and I want to, focus on Andrew Barry and what he said about a DTR and I don't have the exact quotes but what I didn't like coming from Andrew Barry when he mentioned DTR was that he felt like DTR played a poor he described it as a poor or bad game I mean he actually kind of said that I, I as I recall and 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 some of the the blowback to that but, but well but, but I would like to know I I see that's where I don't agree with it because I think you're setting this kid up. You, if if you were planning on running seven of the first ten passing plays in a game, even with Deshaun, you already know that Deshaun's coming off a bum shoulder, and we found out later he couldn't go. But then you stick to that, and I don't know. I mean, I'm most of us don't think that they really changed the game plan. I don't know why you know you're throwing a kid out there, and 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 I know the kid's a professional. He's made it to the NFL. But I, I didn't feel like Dorian Thompson Robinson. Yes, in those moments, I, I can see where you're coming from playing poorly. But I'm, I, I have to put more blame going back on, on the coaching staff. And then Barry kind of saying that he played poorly. I don't know. I just don't like it coming from the, the, the G, GM considering what whoever – we don't know exactly what was said amongst all those. I believe those, what he yeah. said was he played poorly and he was the first to admit it. Okay. So is that really throwing the kid under the bus? No, because the kid actually said, I played poorly. So I'm going to I'm gonna let yeah. that slide. Okay. I mean, okay. if right. we're going to hang on every sentence in a 50-minute <laughs> news well, conference, well, you know what, it's going to get but, ridiculous. But, Steve, but I think that's where I come back as a fan, and then you and I both, and we slightly disagree on our perspective here. I, I, I can acknowledge that. I think where some of us, like my, including myself, come from is that later on in the press room, we can talk about different parts of it. But then he talked about the fans and going through the process. And, and he said he and, hoped the, he said we have a process and we want the fans to enjoy the process. Right. We want the fans okay. to enjoy and the I'm process. And I'm telling, Andrew in other Barry, words, he's acknowledging right now that the process needs to get better. That's okay. what he was saying. All right. Well, Would you I didn't disagree with that. No, I, I don't agree, I agree with that. I, I don't disagree with that. I do. I didn't see hear it's it the that word way. process. Ever yes. since Eric Mangini said it, when a Browns fans hear it, they get their knives out and start cutting people. So let's... we've never <laughs> been there. We've never been to the promised land. We've never. 
And and every year, and and the idea, and I know I'm throwing out the big number. Well, I won't even throw the big number out, but Deshaun Watson Don't. and his contract and all of that, that trade, everything that's happened, everything that went with it, draft picks and all alike, that move kind of threw this team, forcing this t- franchise to win. And the fact is we've not won over the last two years, and we can look at why they didn't win those first two seasons. Well, last but, year they didn't win because he had an 11-game suspension. The yeah. season was over when uh, 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 our, our beloved commissioner, boo, uh, <laughs> overrode the six-game s- suspension and okay. tacked him well, with 11. I'm just, I, I yeah. went right there and went, that's it. Season's over. I know, but but it just and then it just aggravated. I think a lot of us. And yes, Steve, I understand that perspective that you're saying. I think a lot of fans, like myself, when we initially heard Barry saying that, enjoy the process. It's like, hell no, damn it, we want to win. Like, win now. Like, we're not waiting around. To we want the fans (laughs) to enjoy. He's acknowledging the process isn't working. No GM is going to. Say it like, "Hey, I suck." It's not. Hey, working. he's not going to say that. He's going to yeah. say what he said. Actually, right. I found I found a few things that he said very uh, telling, like talking about Grant Delphit. I got a feeling mm-hmm. there's a contract extension there. Uh-huh. Talking about Okoronkwo and Smith as thunder and lightning, there might be contract extensions there. He usually mm-hmm. doesn't mention players when he starts See, but, mentioning but, players. But, and but he, Steve, also, but is, he also acknowledged that Jedrick Wills needs to play better. Well, right. duh. And, yes, he and does. at the beginning, and at the beginning of that presser, and at the beginning of the presser, <laughs> he did he did point out like the defense stepped up, the special teams, but he didn't didn't go very far in talking up the offense. And I guess it's just we can like we're analyzing every little bit, and I, I'm I'm the worst of that more than you are. You're you're better about not taking every word. Um, but you, you just shared I, that I, I know how to but, read between the lines. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Steve, but you took, but you took those the statements that you just said about those players, and I feel like that's read. I mean, okay, maybe they get the contract extensions, but that's why I think fans are all over the place right now. Browns fans are well, because you know there's just I, I've written like three articles about the man, uh, and I've listened to his news conferences. Yes. Um, so he seldom mentions players, and okay. when he mentions them in a good way. Yeah. More often than not, he gets them a contract extension. That's just, it's just, you just gotta, you just gotta understand how the man works. Um, okay. Now, okay. as for what you were talking about, the first seven out of 10 plays were passing plays. I agree. I mean, first of all, the second, the defense came out and forced two, two, three and outs. Yes. Okay. Right. Doing their job. Brown's mm-hmm. second possession, they get seven yards on the first play by the run mm-hmm. i'm going okay and they were doing what i had written in my article they were attacking the perimeters great that's what you know that's what they did against tennessee and wore out their defense then on second and three he goes the deep ball no no kevin no too early too early and then on the next one he tries to throw a quick slant interception ball down inside the 10 next play yeah. touchdown no, right it was and definitely I'm like, a pivotal moment. Yeah, I, I was, I was like, okay, you you got a rookie quarterback. You don't need to go deep ball right then. Save that, save it for the second quarter or the third quarter. That was my only problem. And after that, you know, it mm-hmm. it pretty much was over. Mm-hmm. You could call ball game after that. Yeah, but but yeah, and that I mean your description, and then you know we looked at we've all analyzed this. You know, thirty six or thirty seven passes, eighteen or nineteen runs. Uh, they were only down seven, fourteen, three for a, a, seven was, to three. It was seven uh, three. Still could have run the ball. Yeah, they could. It was seven three with about what four or five minutes to go in the half. It was it was yeah. that moment where they got two touchdowns. Still. It just killed us. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, hey, I want to welcome uh, Elliot. We are Elliot. live on our Fanatical Elves show. Elliot, w- thank you for joining us. Our our, our um, a third a third amigo um, has has joined the show. Or I should say Blues Brothers. Or um, uh, glad the, to see uh, the spy came in from the cold finally. Yes. 
He you, is the you could uh, call me a football expert. That would be okay. You are a football expert, <laughs> hands down. Using the um, term loosely, of course. Elliot, we are talking football or um, expert. <laughs> yeah, I'm expert on everything, even though I know nothing about anything. We're just talking about Andrew Barry's presser, and I wrote a kind of an article that a lot of people don't like um, for fans first. And I know, Elliot, you've written a few articles this week for fans first. That's mm -hmm. awesome. So check out our writing on the fans first sports uh, website. I think Steve's going to be writing a little bit too, and uh, you can catch our latest there, but we've all written a little bit about Deshaun, And I basically said that I didn't feel like the team was on the same page again. Oh. And um, I've had some yeah. uh, fans that just don't like that. Think that it's just blogs and we're just posting crap and that we, we aren't really writers and we really don't, you know, so be it, but yeah, well, um, that's true. So what? <laughs> the truth, I, let the truth yeah, be hey, known. We're not really writers, right. but <laughs> nevertheless, the Browns are not on the same page. That's a fact. Criticize us all you want, fans, but John speaks the truth. Amen. Brother. I mean, there, there's there's no two ways about it. Look, either. There's only one of two possible conclusions. One is that Coach Stefanski threw Watson under the bus saying, hey, he was medically cleared, but he didn't play. So don't blame me. Not my fault. Okay, so he, you know, threw Watson I under the bus. I have a fly in, in front of me. I, the other I, possibility is that <laughs> um, maybe Watson is soft. Mm -hmm. You know, that he should have played. Mm. You know, but, uh, you know, do we want Watson? If What if Watson was hurt? Do we want he was. Watson to go out when he's injured? Didn't mm. we do that with Baker Mayfield? And wasn't that wasn't that a great idea? Is that what Baker Mayfield was medically cleared. He was. And I don't think that was such a smart idea that we want to repeat it. Do we? Is that what no. we want? We want the quarterback to go out just play. because he's medically cleared. We want we want him to go out and injure himself even more and ruin the team for the whole season. I don't think that was such a good idea. So I think, you know, you know, probably uh, you know, we should consider the possibility hmm. that Watson deserves some slack. Okay. Well, but Elliot, what about this idea? And he's not okay. soft. I remember a game, yeah. uh, Clemson, South Carolina. He hurt his shoulder the day before the game, and he, it was an important game. He played, fought through the pain. Uh, he is not a soft player. Steve, let me ask you this. Then J uh, uh, Jason Lloyd, I think, who writes for The Athletic, his article basically reported that that Watson, who was telling everybody from your favorite Mary Kay Cabot to his, his uh, oh, yeah. teammates, said that he was planning on playing – and that the fan, that the that the players were a little bit pissed, generally speaking. And do you? I mean, I can't say that they probably not likely. I I feel like that probably. I can some... counter that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. Like yeah. I told you before we came on, I heard a great interview with Josh Cribbs on the Cleveland mm -hmm. radio station this morning. He has access to the locker room. He told the interviewer who asked him about that. Mm -hmm. All the players he talked to knew, kind of, going mm -hmm. into today, that day, Sunday, mm -hmm. that Watson mm -hmm. wasn't going to play. They all okay. knew it. So okay. I don't know where he got that. So Jason just... And he also like explained medically cleared and healthy enough to play because he went through it with a knee that had no uh, cartilage in between. What about the, what so, about the, what about the fan base? What about the fans who say... What to counter what you guys have just said about okay, let's say he was medically cleared. What, he has a bye week. Well, he I was mean, cleared. That's okay, fact. he was he cleared. was he was cleared. But he what I'm trying to get at is some fans are saying he should have played because okay. he had the bye week, and then okay. he could Here, have rested here's for here's two the, here's the thing. Did anybody yeah. watch the Cincinnati game with Joe Burrow? Anybody? Anybody yeah. could he could he throw a pass because he can't plant his right leg which yeah, is he, his he plant could throw leg. A pass. was he any good no no uh he you got a you got a quarterback who can't throw more than 40 yards yeah. so he goes out he tries to play he sucks 
all the fans go, oh, he's a selfish player. He's only thinking of himself. He's not thinking of the team, i.e. Baker Mayfield. He doesn't play. Oh, he's a selfish player. He's only thinking of himself. He's not thinking of the team. It was a lose-lose situation. I've got an idea. What we'll do from now on is we're going to have a fan vote to decide whether the quarterback plays or not. Okay, and we're going to evaluate psychologically whether the the quarterback is competent enough to make a decision on whether he's healthy enough or not. And we're not going to let can, the coach decide, not let the player decide, but we're going to let the fans decide. Or the medical decide. staff. You know, Just like didn't the they have that league that Johnny Manziel played in where the fans get to vote and then the yeah. players have to do the whatever the fans say the field and actually play. We're going to have the vote from now on. No, but the, you know, the point is, however, that the, the coach and the quarterback were not on the same page because the coach made the play, you know, the player sound bad. And that was not a good thing. I don't remember Stefanski ever doing that for any player, including Baker Mayfield, who probably would have been doing it. See, Steve and Elliot, that, exactly. And see, Steve, that's where I'm like, when he did that the, the day before Barry's presser, I was feeling the same way that Elliot's expressing Monday. Monday and just thinking, my God, you know, I don't think these two guys, I don't know. And I just, I don't feel good going forward. And I'm, I'm, to be honest, as a fan, I'm scared out of my mind. I think we're, gonna run a rerun again and i know people are gonna say well you got to give them time you got to let i'm like i'm tired of giving people time they need to go out there and they need to win and they need to you know if they can't do that as a collective group offense defense and special teams then I, i i just i don't know what what we have to look forward to as browns fans uh moving forward i'm i'm worried well that's a valid criticism that's very valid either Watson is soft or Stefanski is just too uptight and he's really digging himself a hole that he may not be able to climb out of Stefanski. If, if, if Watson, you know, made the right call and, and, and the coach is making him look bad, then coach is trying to get himself fired. Uh, there, nothing good happened by calling out your quarterback saying, Hey, he was cleared, you know, and, and, you know, he said kind of the right things, tried to walk it back a little bit that, well, you know, he was medically cleared, but, you know, he just didn't know that he was going to be able to perform, you know, up to spec. And, you know, he made that decision after trying to throw it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But he made his quarterback look bad. There's no two ways about it. It was not the right thing to say. And, uh, you know, he just should not have said what he said and nothing good has come of it. And Steve, you think though that, I mean, we're, we're making too much. No, of, I don't think I, I, no. I, I think you're making too much of it. Okay. Have you heard Deshaun Watson come out and say, Hey, you know, it was my, he's got has too, he commented? He's got has too he much class to do that. And he knows that nothing good oh, would happen okay. to him well, by complaining about the coach to the press. I don't think that that was Kevin Stefanski's intention. Okay. Okay. That's all I think. That's my Coach opinion. I listen yeah. to the news Better. conference. I listen to the Zoom yeah. conference as right. well. So uh, I don't think that's what his intention. Yeah. Could he have used some better words? Sure. Yes. Are the Cleveland media ready to jump on anything <laughs> he says? Oh, my God. With trampolines, are they ready to jump yes. on anything he says? Yes. Yes. So, I mean, this team isn't that bad off. There are some quick okay. fixes for this team. First well, of all, let's, yeah. in, in yards off of RPO, yeah. they're like sixth in the in the league. The trouble is they're in the bottom five of running RPOs. Okay. Okay. They need they already they they've they already proved more. they can attack no, defenses no. by running the at the perimeters, more little RPO, more motion, and more importantly. Use the tight end. David Njoku has right. 19 target, 18 catches. That's phenomenal. That's good. Um, Elijah Moore, just stick him in the slot, okay? <laughs> he is the number one wide receiver in the NFL of creating 
distance. I read though, Steve, he, that he, he was... has the biggest, he is the number one at it. Just quit with the trick plays, yeah. put him in the slot, he'll flourish in the slot. That simple. Okay, I think I heard some stat. Maybe Steve, you caught get this DPJ earlier in the week. more involved in the offense, please, would you? Oh, yes. Steve, Steve, did you hear that comment about Elijah Moore? He was the first player since like 1950 or something that's lost on a run that was more than yeah. 20 some yards. Hey, just some crazy Cleveland Browns making like, history. I, I just, oh, that and play, by the way, yeah. after four games, we only have one touchdown by a wide receiver. Really? That's ridiculous. We should have a touchdown by a wide receiver almost in every quarter. Well, that worries. I mean, that that should worry that's, all of that's us. That's a terrible stat. That wor- that's very worrisome. Hey, okay, let's let's that's take a all quick- perform. That's yeah, all I want execution. to challenge challenge you on one other okay. stat. You know about RPOs. Uh, I want to keep different stats for the after Chubb era compared to the before Chubb era or during uh-huh. Chubb era, because I think, you know, a lot of the running stats that the Browns have are still dominated by the stats that Chubb produced. And that doesn't count anymore because there is no Nick Chubb. Yeah. And the Browns, since Nick went down, the Browns have not run the football effectively at all, with the exception of Pierre Strong, and we don't know whether that's real or not. I love to see more Pierre Strong. I think we have no choice but to see Pierre Strong, and I made this point with uh, Joel the other day that I think we have no choice but to implement the offense that Deshaun Watson wants, which is namely to throw the long ball, to have multiple wide receivers or multiple receivers, I should say. Well, let's include the tight ends in this. Yeah. They have to have a downfield passing offense because there is no running offense at the moment unless Pierre Strong turns out yeah. to be the real deal. They yeah. can't do the run first offense because there is no run first. Elliot, let me take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll continue talking about this and uh, just uh, and a couple other items. Uh, I, I always like talking about Kevin Stefanski, so I might have another question or two about that. We'll be right back, folks. This is the Fanatical Elves Network. Part of Fans First Sports Network. We'll be right back. We're back. Did you enjoy those commercials? Wow. I loved them. Hey, and while we're, before we get into this topic, I just want to, again, thank the fans who have tuned in to us. I think I keep telling you, I keep texting you guys. Our downloads are just blowing up right now, and we're 60, 70%. That's because we're Cleveland Brown haters. That's right. <laughs> no, but yeah, listen, but we, tune we in we to us on Taylor Apple. Swift, so there Follow you go. us. Who you know. doesn't love Taylor Swift? Well, we're all, you She's know, from Travis right Kel- outside of Nashville, man. She went well, to Travis Kelsey's from Cleveland. Yeah. So we're, you know, yeah, we're right so, there. You know, Nashville, I mean, Cleveland. We got this yeah, thing going on. We just need, okay. All right. So let's go back to our conversation. Um, You know, simp- I don't know. I'm looking at this like, because we are on our bye, bye, bye week so people are kind of hopefully <laughs> relaxing i don't know if deshaun watson he traveled i think back to houston or somewhere someone said oh my god um, he went home yeah <laughs> i guess i i i feel like you know there's a there's we're building up now to this next game obviously everyone is going to be paying attention the san francisco 49ers are coming into town it's another home game it'll be their third home game on this uh homestand which is very good. They won one, got blown out in another one. And um, now we've got the 49ers coming in. He's probably, like I They've said, won, the best yeah. team in the, in the league. Um, wow. It's going to be a, we'll a challenge, potentially the challenge to the defense, you know, and I don't necessarily blame, I mean, the defense, they've been doing outstanding for the Browns. They actually, you know, they kind of ran out of spirit um, by the end. I think a little bit after they played you know, the entire third quarter. Oh, I, I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, right. No, I, you know, I, I think um, let's, let's say that the defense plays well. I mean, obviously we're looking, Andrew Barry spoke of the offense and needing to improve. I think he's, you know, he really kind of emphasized that a little bit yesterday and in that presser on Wednesday. Um, Where, what are your thoughts going in? What are, what are your, I guess, what are your thinking that's going to, could happen 
in, in a week when they play the 49ers. I mean, hopefully we win, but how do we go about winning? Uh, Steve, what do we do? What do we need to do to, to get back into that win column? Well, first of all, um, the defense is still playing well. Um, they've only given up 787 yards total. Uh, the next team is the Cowboys who've given up 1,036. Okay. So the, the defense is still playing well. I will excuse this little anomaly that was the Baltimore game where everybody missed a tackle all at the same time. Um, the interesting thing about uh, uh, San Francisco, they play Sunday night in Dallas. Then they got to go back to California. Then they got to travel to Cleveland. Usually Mm. West Coast teams don't do that very well. Um, They got to get to the quarterback, Brock Purdy. He is 9-0 in regular season games since he started. Uh, That's an incredible stat. He's 9-0? He is 9-0 in regular season games. Uh, Yeah. Going into the Cowboys game. So... You got to get to him. You got to pressure him. You got to get okay. in his head. Uh, just what about like you the do offense? with any young quarterback. What about the offense? offense you... Like like I said, it uh, just a little more motion. Uh, I agree with Elliot. Uh, you soften up. You get the run game going by throwing intermediate to longer passes. Yeah. It forces the safeties back. Yeah. Therefore, you can create a little more running lanes. Uh, definitely get, keep getting uh, Nujoku involved in the offense. I mean, he's only missed one pass. Mm-hmm. He's 18 out of 19. Uh, mm-hmm. They're going to double Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't? But mm-hmm. DBJ more involved. And just stick Elijah Moore in the slot. Let's not do any more trick plays with Elijah Moore. He'd be very effective there. So let's just I think you know, they'll, keep that they'll simple. They'll probably try to and integrate. I Curry. also agree with Elliot. I want to see Pierre strong. The guy is a damn good running back, and right. Let's get uh, Kareem, Kareem I'd like a to little see bit Kareem. more yeah. mm-hmm. involved as well. So you yeah. know, it's going to be running back by committee. Let's use that committee to the fullest. Elliot, I know next week uh, before the game, I'm sure you'll have your um, diagrams for us to look at for both teams. Um, what are your initial thoughts? Do you think the Browns have a chance against the 49ers in this home game? Oh, I think they have an excellent chance. Uh, we're we're still really debating whether Deshaun is Deshaun or not, uh, even though it's relatively late in the season. You know, the season's a quarter way in. Um, but I think we have to go all the way in, you know, not, not tiptoe uh, towards it. Deshaun has to be allowed – to do his thing, we're going to have to throw the deep ball the way he wants to because there is no running game of the type that Stefanski wants to have. The Browns up to this point have been in the uh, top five or ten teams in terms of run-to-pass ratio. That's totally ridiculous based on the lack of success that they've had without Nick Chubb. They simply Mm -hmm. cannot do that. They're, yeah. they're not having success, uh, you know, with uh, uh, Jerome Ford. I'm sorry to say that. And Kareem Hunt has less than, I think, three yards per carry. That's not going to work. You cannot do, you know, two and three yards on first down and expect to win. So they're going to have to have four and five wide receivers, basically a run-and-shoot type offense, and throw the ball downfield. I, I just don't see any other way to do this. They're going to have to change their offensive philosophy because there is no Nick Chubb. This cannot be the Nick Chubb offense without Nick Chubb. That's not going to work. Maybe we'll see a lot more there. I think fans would be okay, open to that. Uh, spread the bar, spread the ball around, and go go vertical. Um, well, I want to see Cedric Tillman. Where, yes. where is Cedric Tillman? We haven't has he caught a single pass yet? He's been targeted, I think, once. Once. Oh, yeah. okay. Last well, week's his target D- with DTR. Uh, that was it. Yeah. Week four. Um, let's I, let's get a uh, uh, more than one pass to Marquise Goodwin. Yes. I mean, he's caught one pass for zero yards. Yeah, but he's I, he's been open too. 
Uh, yes, so, yeah. Looks Goodwin. Goodwin has gotten open. Tillman, we think, is a a true pro receiver. These guys need to get involved. Okay. And, you know, but I don't have any problem them. with the wide receivers. I have a problem, like Elliot says, with the scheme and the execution. That's what needs to fix. Okay. As far as the execution, let's talk of, again. This is where with Deshaun Watson, and he's coming off his shoulder thing. I'm just scared. Also out of my coming mind. off his best game as a Brown. So this is what bothers me. This is 81, what bothers, 81. I know, but rate. this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm getting back to. So, and I, maybe this is getting too technical into it. He, I don't know exactly. When did he injure himself in that game? Was it in the middle of the game? Beginning of the it game? It was right before Jerome Ford's rushing touchdown. Which would have been uh, in he the ran, he it was half. a designed run and he ran um, in the third uh, quarter. And and he got uh, the safety for I the know Titans what play. just popped him. Was that the and, third quarter though? Was it in the I can't remember? Um what difference does it make? Well, did the difference to no, me? No, I think is it was it was before it was before halftime because that was the first touchdown by the Browns. Was I guess he was playing off of he was probably Wasn't playing it? off of a lot of adrenaline. I guess it's just the idea that then from that point he had the best game of his Browns mm-hmm. career, and then now he played he he wouldn't didn't want to you know go out there fine. I'm just well, like stiffened up on him. I mean, I don't know how his shoulder yeah, true, feels. True, true. Yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah. Wait a minute. You know, wait a minute. I, I don't let know me, how. Let me get my let me get my medical book over here. But, well, again, again, from now on, we're going to take a fan vote and decide <laughs> how his arm feels okay. and whether he should play or but not. But if we want to do all this new <laughs> offense, this vertical stuff, and doing and abandon what we were doing with Nick Chubb, I, I'm great with that. But now, but then I'm concerned because we don't know what the hell we're going to get in Week Six against the 49ers. We don't know if well, one is Deshaun going to play. We're all assuming that it he doesn't is. matter. It does not matter whether it's Deshaun or whether. Oh, yes, have... it does. No, it doesn't because there is no Nick Chubb. We can't run Nick Chubb because there is no Nick Chubb. Okay. We but have I'm to saying... use the wide receivers because we no, have that's... wide receivers. No, Elliot, I think you misunderstood me. I think it, if you were going to say it doesn't make a difference with uh, Deshaun Watson or, or, or the another quarterback. Is that where or did I misunderstand? Yeah, you? DTR is going to have to throw the ball downfield also if he starts. They're, I agree. I just think there's to, a big, but there's a big going to have difference. To implement that 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 style of offense because they don't yeah. have the option. The Stefanski uh, run first offense has to be put to bed. It's not going to work with the. I'm not disagreeing that with that, now. right? I'm not disagreeing with you on that point. I guess I'm nervous more. Even so, even let's say if Deshaun doesn't play, I I was I was disappointed. Steve, like you said, he played like crap. He openly admitted it, and then Barry said he played like crap. I I just want to see DTR resemble it was disappointing. Yes, and and I know the two aren't the same quarterback, and I know they're going to play slightly differently. But my God, you know if they are, they do go to this other vertical type of offense and you know throwing it up i mean dtr has got to perform better and and we're 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 relying on this I, guy I, that I don't, I, I don't think we're gonna have to worry about dtr i think watson's gonna play so that's i think he me. will too but i also think that dtr is going to improve and i don't think that going to a run first offense would help him mm-hmm. exactly okay. I, okay I agree with elliot yeah gotta no, get over I, this nick chubb thing he ain't walking through that door until. Oh, next I agree. Year. Sure, so no, let's no, no, just no. move on and accommodate the quarterback and the players we have. We got a well, good wide just, receiver yeah. room. We got good tight ends. We've got a good running back committee that we can use when it's appropriate. But let's start softening up that defense with a nice little passing. Attack. All right, let me ask you this: that? final question on, on the night, and we can debate this uh, how, short as you want. But I keep coming back to. Kevin Stefanski instead of Eddie. Um, I he's two and two, and obviously, if we looked at this schedule at the beginning of the season or before the season started, we were we were we were all saying if they were two and two going into the bye, that'd be cool, and that's where we're at. I just I uh, if this season falls short and this team ends up at seven and ten or eight and nine again, I mean, 
it's it's not a winning it's not winning football. And I know they've been devastated by you know we don't have Nick Chubb now, and we're dealing with what we're dealing with with Watson. I just don't feel like this fan base is. And I know who cares about the fans, but th- is Kevin Stefanski safe? I mean, I think he is safe for the season, but does that you don't even care about that now? I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. Okay. I don't worry about things that are beyond my control. And the rest of the season is beyond my control. Let's just fixate on one game at a time, get healthy, fix a few things. Let's just, and and take it to San Francisco. It's a golden opportunity. I agree with Elliot. They can be beat one game at a time. Yes. Yeah. It's shocking to me though, how, um, how the script just flipped between that, game at Tennessee and then the Baltimore game because like I think Ellie I mean Joel mentioned on his show a couple times and we've talked and you guys I mean Baltimore hasn't played anybody and the teams that they've I mean they've the teams that they've beaten have been a rookie quarterback DTR a rookie quarterback in um the kid from so are uh, they really that good right I I don't believe in Baltimore I I have to be convinced I don't either Baltimore but I also and the, I would say this that I don't see any reason why the Browns should equate DTR's performance with the team having Deshaun Watson. I think we should still believe in Deshaun Watson until proven otherwise. You know, I'm nervous about Watson. Let's be real. I, I am concerned about uh, Watson. Have been since the day that the the uh, trade was announced. But I think we have to, uh, you know, go all in. There is no choice. Uh, there is going to be no other quarterback besides Deshaun Watson because right. we invested two hundred thirty million in him. So let's back him all the way, and uh, not question it. You know, there is no point in questioning him at this point. He has to be the starting quarterback. And yep. we have to allow him to succeed the way that he wants to, and namely that's to throw the ball downfield and not try to replace Nick Chubb with guys that are making two and three yards per carry because that method is not going to work. And we've found nope. that out. Show us how we reliant we were on Nick, and we really did experience a time frame with Nick that was really great. Now the sad part is that we still weren't a winning football team. And that's, that's something that's most disappointing. We did get to the playoffs and hopefully we can get back to the playoffs. This year. We were with Nick. Chubb. No, we, uh, right. That, that's what I said. I said, we did make it to the playoffs once with, with Chubb and in back then, but we, but since then we've had, you know, um, poor seasons. I, I, I'm hoping Chubb comes back. That would be certainly welcoming to all of us uh, fans. Um, I think, and you said, Steve, at the beginning, I think, you know, Andrew Barry said a lot of things in that Browns address that um, he hadn't said before. So those are steps maybe in the right direction in his professionalism and what he wants to uh, be more transparent about. But I guess under my thought process, I'm always thinking, and a lot of Browns fans, and you talk to all your Browns fans too, wherever you're at, but the Browns fans I'm talking to – have this sort of same thought about the Browns organization. And one of those things is, especially with Kevin Stefanski and Barry and this owner and everybody else, that they always think that they're one step ahead of everybody else, or they have this belief system that's that they kind of throw that idea out, this image. Like even in the press conference, Barry wouldn't want to disclose certain things, but he would disclose other things. It's just I think a lot of fans just think it's too cute. We're not winning as, as an organization, and we're just tired. We feel like I saw somebody somebody posted a, a, a GFI thing on the X this afternoon about showing uh, Forrest Gump, you know, after his long run with his beard and everything, standing there on the deserted highway and how us Browns fans feel when, you know, the Browns organization says, well, just hold on, hold on for the ride. You're going to love this. You're going to love the process. Um, I know that's not exactly how, Steve, you – said he meant it or it came out, but he said he wants to fans to enjoy the process. He was acknowledging that so far the process wasn't working. Right. And I know it's his job for a GM to admit 
Sure. And the I GMs think... never admit when they're wrong. If you admit you're wrong when you're GM, you're no longer a GM. I think we're just all tired as fans going through this process. I'm not just... tired as fans. I, I well, see I see a very talented team that if they if in if past teams had started the season with this many turnovers, they'd be 0 and 4. But this it's team a, it's has. a credit to the talent. Yeah, but, this, that well, two okay. and two. but the talent <laughs> can only get you so far. And right now we're two and two. We're not four and oh. We're we're two and two. And I, I hear you on that, but I I just I I'm sorry, there's a lot of fans got, that still say that we're the week. same old Browns. They've got a, they got a they're not the same old Browns. They've got a bye week. But we hear to that what, I hear to it. do what Elliot and I are talking about. They need to make some adjustments. Uh Kevin Stefanski has proven that he adjusts to his quarterback. He adjusts mm-hmm. from Baker Mayfield to Jacoby Brissett. So, sh- and from Kirk Cousins <laughs> to Baker Mayfield. So, so they're why not the he same do, players. But, but is why couldn't he do the same thing with DTR the other day? What what was was it because he only DTR had DTR is a rookie in his first game, and he's a he's fifth that. round draft pick. Yeah, okay. It's not he's, like he's, not, he's a. He's so then, why do you that. pass the ball seven times in the first ten set plays? Still, why don't you mix it up a little bit? That's because a good he doesn't have Nick Chubb. I actually thought I thought that was a good idea. That's exactly what he should have done. It's about execution. I I think it was I think it was a good move. And you know, and give Baltimore some credit. They do have a good defense. Yeah. Yes. Uh, their offensive scheme, I'm still not impressed with, but they've got good Either personnel and defense. They played uh, really great. Uh, and uh, you know, I think the rookie was nervous and didn't. Execute you know why well. they play great? Because Jim Harbaugh lets Lamar Jackson be Lamar Jackson. Well, I, yeah, about I don't, even think, what I don't even think they played great on offense. You, you know, if you look at Baltimore's stats, they were, you know, uh, not good enough to win most games. But because um, Cleveland's offense was so bad, I, th- I think Cleveland's that offense that was lost ten yards. Yeah, that first Cleveland's that offense was, lost yeah. the game. I don't think Baltimore's defense uh, won it. I don't think that Baltimore's okay, I, offense I won. That. I think yeah. that Cleveland's offense was spectacularly bad. I don't think that reflects poorly on Deshaun Watson because DTR had a bad game. I think yeah. DTR will improve if he if he yeah. has to play again, he'll be better. But uh, you know, rookies uh, rookie quarterbacks stink. I've, I've told people this um, <laughs> many times. They they just don't play well, yeah. especially you know their their three draft picks. Um, yeah, but but but. We didn't have a first round draft pick. We, we I think I he was you. a fourth round guy, wasn't he? Fourth yeah, round yeah. pick. CJ Stroud was the number two pick in the draft. Yeah, we it. didn't have that. That's and not who DTR was is. A fifth round draft pick. Is he fifth round or fourth round? But anyway, fifth round. It's fifth. Fifth, fifth round. round. Fifth round. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Well, so, guys, yeah. that's not who we're getting. That's not who we had. We didn't have second overall pick. Right. Elliot, um, correct. Steve, final thoughts before we let everybody go tonight. It's been a great show. A lot of hot opinions tonight on our Fanatical Elves show. We love the fact that you tune in every week, listen to us, read our stuff, um, follow not. us on Apple, on Spotify. We just love, I mean, again, we're, we're our downloads are just quadrupling every month. And, uh, hey, we actually got some money. We got we got paid, folks. So, so thank you very much. Um, yes, we did. I think, I think we're all able to go out and get a happy meal. So thanks so much for that. Really enjoyed doing that with pennies. (laughs) (laughs) Final thoughts before we let everybody go. Um, Steve, what final takes tonight? Um, I still think, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, now that they're uh, one in, you know, they're, they've lost to uh, uh, Pittsburgh and Baltimore. They're one and two in the AFC North. Did anybody watch Cincinnati and Pittsburgh this last weekend? Those are two dumpster fires. Yes. And like Elliot, I am not completely sold on, on Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So if they, if they tweak some things in the bye, get mm-hmm. back on track, they all know they played bad. I mean, the defense knows it. The offense knows it. Special teams know it. Mm-hmm. So let's refocus, go back to one game at a time, and uh, anything is possible in the future. And, and like I said, I usually wait till after week six 
before I evaluate a team. And so I'm going to wait till after the San Francisco game. Let's see what happens. Good takes. Thank you, bud. Uh, Elliot. Yeah, I, I want to say, you know, even though we had a terrible game from the offense, uh, once again, the Browns have a premier defense. I'm utterly convinced of that. I think yep. that uh, the the quarterback position will improve if DTR has to be the quarterback. I am concerned about Deshaun Watson, but I believe that there's still a very good chance that the guy that we saw uh, against Tennessee will, in fact, be the guy that shows up against San Francisco. Uh, let's give him a chance. And uh, I think there could be an upset in the making. I think there's every possibility that the Browns will be very competitive against San Francisco. Let's wait and see how that goes. I think that there's a, a, a really good chance that the Browns are going to surprise people. Uh, I don't know if we're going to win outright, but I think that it could be a really exciting game. Well, let's just wait and see what happens and not let's not go crazy because a rookie quarterback had a bad game. A rookie fifth round draft pick had a bad game in his first NFL uh, start and we want to bail on the team. I don't know that I want to go there. Uh, I just I just don't see the logic of that. I do think I do think that the coach really didn't speak well for his first string quarterback. Uh, maybe there's something there, maybe not. But in any case, if there is something there, the coach still shouldn't have said it to the press. And, uh, you know, we're well justified to question what's going on. Uh, John's article, I think, spoke very well to that point. Uh, we're going to continue to follow that and we're going to continue to uh, question. We're going to grill Stefanski on that point. And, um, just see if Watson really is the real deal or whether something weird is happening there. I think we have to ask that question and um, see how the season progresses. I don't think Stefanski's job is safe. I think Watson's job is much safer than Stefanski's. We'll just yeah. see how the season progresses. Well, thank you. Very good. I appreciate you both. Coming on tonight, we're going to have more diagrams and whatnot in next week's Fanatical Elf show. We will have another giveaway. I know I keep saying that, but we will post a new giveaway. We'll have the announcement of that giveaway uh, at next week's Thursday show. So thank mm -hmm. you again for that. We'll be doing some Browns follow trains as well. We've been getting a lot of you to subscribe and follow us on the X that way. So we really appreciate it. Thanks again, everybody. Have a great night. Go Browns. It's the bye-bye-bye week. Enjoy all the other football teams out there. Enjoy uh, college games on Saturday as well. I heard Baker Mayfield is going to be at uh, college game day um, down there in the uh, in the big uh, Texas, Oklahoma. Red River game. shootout, yeah. There you go. All right, folks, take care, and we'll talk to you next time. Go, go Browns. Browns. Go Browns. We ain't nearly dead yet. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.